Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike, and with me, Dylan Godino, LaughSpin editor, LaughSpin.com editor. What's up, honey? Not too much. How are you, Michael? I'm fantastic. Are I you am fantastic? I, I'm. I told. I'm back. I, I, I. Yeah, you are back. I'm. I'm super glad. I was lonely last week. I did. I did the show all by my lonesome. I, know. I told. I told the listeners that you were maybe on some sort of uh, twenty-four slash alias type uh, uh, field mission. A bit. A bit. I do look very good in fishnet stockings. So I oh was in the alias in the alias realm but we'll we'll leave it there but hey i gotta say man and i told you this i told you this via email too yeah i heard by via text fantastic job last week you were you were great by yourself wow thanks really dude it was it was entertaining to listen to in fact i openly lulled a couple of times that's really laugh, that's laughed out loud to you and me Wow. Yes. Openly lulled as as I was uh editing everything, putting everything together. Yeah, re- really nice job. Thank you. I don't I don't know why you need me. I'm blushing. <laughs> I'm blushing. You are. Well, I, I need I you see. because we we you know, I, I can't really banter. Yeah. And and I'm sure after a few imagine. weeks of this people would start getting very tired of just listening to me talk. You know, I, I, I understand uh that mm-hmm. I'm interesting. I'm I understand that I have a nice voice. <laughs> I understand that I'm 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 fairly handsome. <laughs> but and I, and I did and by the way I did also got got to got to finally uh, catch up and listen to you on uh Bob Kelly's podcast that was uh, uh I guess about a month ago at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh that was that was a lot of fun. Wow, that was great. <laughs> that was a lot of fun to listen to. It was a little difficult to be heard when it's me who's not a comedian and right. like seven comedians. Yeah, it, I think you you got a lot in there in the beginning, and then as yeah. soon as more people started walking into the door, it was it was it, it was it would have been hard for anybody, dude. It would have been hard yeah. for anybody. It's so funny how how like insecure most comedians are, but especially Bobby. Like as soon as he as soon as anybody says something negative, he has to dwell on it for <laughs> 40, 40 minutes. You know? It's just really funny, but it was it was great. It was uh, it was a great great episode. Did you uh, get to the part where he yelled at me for looking at my phone? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we, it cool. was like we were on like hour two and fifteen right. minutes, right? <laughs> and like I have a, I have a wife and two kids, so I was just checking to see like if they were trying to get in touch with me. The fact that I didn't look at my phone for two hours is like it was amazing to me. That's no, that is that's a pretty good record. <laughs> so uh, so it's it's good to be back and 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 good to be bringing you some of the comedy news. Now we're a little light this week. There's not a lot going on. There's always stuff going on, but it's not like jam packed full. Like nobody's dead. Like everybody's fine, which is good. <laughs> which is always good. And it's kind of that in in the in the biz when it comes to TV and movies and everything. Everything's kind of at a lull. The Valentine's Day area. No no really big movies come out except if you're a diehard fan like myself. But uh, other than that, you know everything kind of calms down a little bit. But we do have some really good stuff going on. Uh, on the All Things Comedy Network, which if you don't know, we are part of allthingscomedy.com. Tom Papa. Tom Papa has joined All Things Comedy, which is fucking fantastic. If you haven't listened to Tom Papa, 
um, his show. He he's got some great interviews, some 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 great guests. Tom is very well liked by a lot of very important people, including Seinfeld and Clint Eastwood, just to name a few. And Rob Zombie. And and Rob Zombie. That's right. That's They're very right. good friends. So yeah, Tom Papa's on on board, which is which is great. You've listened to Tom Papa's show, right? Yeah, it's great. I mean, it, yeah. it was very in depth interviews with huge names like who like Mel Brooks, like, right. like people of, of that caliber. Right. We're psyched that he's on board and we're always psyched that we're aboard the All Things Comedy Network, allthingscomedy.com. Um, you want to just get into some stuff? Yeah, let's, I, I have, I'm dying to know what you thought of oh. the last few weeks. You kept asking me, you know, have you caught up with The Office? Have you been watching The Office? And I haven't. So right. finally last week I watched hour long episode of The Office. Right. Yeah. Uh, and without saying anything, I wanted to know what you thought generally of of that episode, and then I'll and then I'll go into my spiel. Well, first of all, the the fact that it was an hour I thought was a little unnecessary. The only reason that it was an hour was because they really because NBC is in such a lurch right now that they needed yeah. so much time to fill. We'll actually get into a little bit later too, but. Yep. Okay, I kind of get what's happening, and I actually thought with the whole um, Bob Odenkirk yeah. uh, scenes, which were fucking awesome, by the way, yeah. um, I thought, okay, I get it. It was one of those things where you, everybody knows it's the last season, so it's like, okay, how are they going to wrap all of this up? So once the whole Bob Odenkirk character was was introduced, ah, okay, I get it. This is how they're going to gonna give it full circle and blah, 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 and it's over. You know, okay, great. But then they do that 180 at the end, the whole Jim and Pam thing is kind of, yeah. at the end is left left a little ambiguous. Again, if you don't want to say anything, okay, great, we won't. But now what's gonna happen? I, I I don't know what they're trying to do. Are they are they trying to do like a okay, this is real life, this is what actually happens, and you know you're up Shit's Creek or or what? Right. The reason I wanted you to 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 kind of give your your thoughts without me saying anything is because I wanted to see if you had a. A reaction to the one of the storylines that which one I, I did, and it sounds like you didn't. The whole storyline about uh, Andy getting back at Aaron. Yeah, I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> okay, therein therein lies lies the difference between you and I. Okay, you thought that was hysterical. I thought it was fucking excruciating. And oh, it was it was very uncomfortable. So, but but not see you brought up the Bob Odenkirk thing. Yeah. And that was beautifully uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable oh, okay. and okay. funny. The whole storyline with Andy sabotaging Aaron and Aaron's new boyfriend, it was yeah. so fucking mean. It there was nothing funny. I didn't think there was anything funny about it. It was so mean, so mm. bad that if the office wrote in a character to jump into the the office and viciously murder Andy, <laughs> I think that would have been fine. It would have been fine. I would right. I, I would have said yeah exactly absolutely okay let let me ask a, let me ask a question though is this some kind of personal thing or no is, was, no okay no <laughs> I am so not I I have so not lived this kind of cliche boy girl all of my really I've I've nobody's ever broken up with me uh, oh like, wow in, in my entire life but I, that has something to do with you AI, being very handsome me being very handsome yeah and me being a good boyfriend and B me not having three dozen girlfriends you know shooting percentage it's like you know right uh, right i have a very good shooting percentage but the raw number of shots i've taken are are, are probably much lower than 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 most people anyway okay. so yeah no it's it's not that i had this visceral re reaction to it because it reminded me of like my cunty girlfriend <laughs> from like 10 years ago 
Uh-huh. I've had this reaction because I just thought it was so, it was just so mean. Like the moral compass, there just wasn't any. The reason I didn't I didn't talk about that was because again I'm looking for signs of completion. Sitcoms usually end with some kind of I don't want to say cataclysmic, but some some kind of like big upheaval of the norm. Whether it's you know the family moves out of the house or the son goes away to college or right. you know what I mean. Like it's like some they're building up to some kind of finish, some kind of monumental change. Right and. It always seems like right before they get to it, they just pull the rug out. With I mean, this they, whole Andy they, thing, what is the final? What is? I, what do you well, think it is? They still have a few episodes to go. It's I mean, not a lot, though. I, I don't know that they have to wrap it up. Well, first of all, Roseanne is set to guest star on three episodes. She's doing a three-episode arc. So that's oh, yeah, that's play, right. That's right. That's got to play out. So I assume, in the end, Andy is going to leave the paper business and pursue career in music. Okay. Because her character is some like music manager or something. Right, right, right. That could be a red herring. Maybe that's just to get people thinking that that's where it's going to go. Well, it worked, NBC. You and your terrible (laughs) programming. Terrible decisions. (laughs) So, all right. That's that's fine. I just wanted to see what you thought of that. I would love to hear from our listeners – yeah, um, yeah, me we did too. Get a, we did get a few comments last week, and we'll read some of those in a, in a second. But I would love to hear from our listeners. You could email me at dylan at laughsman.com, D-Y-L-A-N. You could put a comment if you're listening on, on allthingscomedy.com, or if you're listening on SoundCloud, you could comment right in the audio stream. I would love mm-hmm. to hear what you thought. Am I being just a big pussy? Uh, am I am I reacting too negatively to a, a comedy show? Am I just supposed to laugh off the fact that Andy was acting like a a seven year old? I don't know. It just it just kind of bothered me. It was a little much. I almost thought something was going to happen where he was going to get fired because of it, because of the just again the meanness of it. You know the right unacceptable meanness of it, as you put it. I just hope they don't do like a Dallas ending. Stanley wakes up and his wife's in the shower, and it was all a dream. <laughs> 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 Although that would be pretty funny. <laughs> if it was Stanley. If it was anybody else, it wouldn't be funny. Or Creed. That would be that would be great. <laughs> All right, let's get on to uh some some news. This is a really cool idea and, and I think this is something although you've expressed your issues with Kickstarter in the past, you know, it's good that you embrace it as far as looking at stuff that's worthwhile. And I think this is I think this is definitely worthwhile just because if you look up the uh, the resume here of this person, the the, yeah. the pictures are great. Um, comedian photographer, Seth, how do you pronounce this? Seth o- Olenek? Olenek, yep. Olenek. Trying to put together a book of his photos for the past six years. Kickstarter, he's got a Kickstarter account going on. He needs $30,000. He's got more than half of it, but uh, he's got a bit of a way to go. Um, there's a full story on laughspin.com and has the Kickstarter link in a uh, pitch video, which is pretty cool. But yeah, if you look at his body of work, you know the the the, the shots are great, um, and yeah. it's obviously of some of those gr- some of the great comics of today in the past you know f- past few years. I know you've you wrote the article and you looked up a little bit more about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's 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 gonna be cool. It's gonna be like a two hundred page coffee table book, nice and glossy, really nice photos. Everybody from like Mark Maron to Aziz Ansari to Tignataro, mm. Zach Galifianakis. Just there's gonna be like two. There's two hundred comedians in the book, 
So uh, definitely go to lastspin.com and check out the pitch video and uh, kick in a few bucks. And you know, and if you've listened to the show and you listen to Dylan's rant about Kickstarter, if Dylan puts something up that is a Kickstarter account, you know it's definitely worthwhile. So it's something that you should get in, involved with. And then, uh, of course, as you were mentioning before, we got some listener comments, which is great. Always love that. Always we love did. that. I'm going to try this first name, and then and then you go on uh, uh, with the, oh, the error. Sure. Uh, Shatavia Freeman. Shatavia, I apologize if I said your name completely wrong. How else can you pronounce that? I don't know. Trust me, it's you could you could <laughs> I once I once worked with a guy named Zach and he spelt his name X A Q U E. So Oh stop. I'm not even fucking kidding. Stop it. Guess what his sexual preference was? <laughs> I don't know. He had sex with robots? <laughs> More like aliens. For whatever reason, they only use the letters that we don't use. <laughs> like X and Z. I did not know that. I'm not an alien <laughs> aficionado like yourself, I guess. <laughs> he or she gave us a shout out on SoundCloud, <laughs> as well as uh, Adam Mulholland commented about the heckling story that you talked about last week. And also, we have a, we have a little spoiler alert here. We have another heckling story a little bit later in the show that we're going to talk about. You have something from another listener, sir. Yeah, I, I had asked people to write in about the first two episodes of Community without right. Dan Harmon, the long-awaited fourth season of Community. So I wanted to see what people thought. So Eric Olson wrote in. Uh, he says, uh, look forward each week to the podcast. Plus, I find myself more and more at the Laughspin website. Keep up go. the good work. So uh, I'm, I'm glad about that. Uh, so thoughts on his com- uh, Community's return, according to Eric. He says, not many people are more excited than me for Community to be back. The whole October 19th debacle was, has completely thrown me off, though. Yeah. I am having a problem getting into this season. While watching these past two episodes, I've been waiting for the other shoe to drop. I fully expect NBC to just cancel it while it's being aired. 17 minutes into the show, they'll start to air an episode of Guys with Kids. How can NBC support Guys with Kids? <laughs> many, many question marks. <laughs> Who cares if Fallon created it? If I were him, I would distance myself from that steaming turd. 30 Rock is over. The Office is coming to an end. If Community also ends, there will be only two comedies left on NBC. I think that's a little hyperbolic. There would be more comedies on NBC than that. Parks and Rec and Up All Night. Nope, sorry. Only one comedy left because they messed with Up All Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I actually wrote way way too many words on uh the the future of up all night on laughspin.com so thank you eric for for writing in about that christina applegate left up all night maya rudolph is pregnant right cbs is dying to have will arnett for one of the greg garcia pilots Mm -hmm. emily spivy the creator had already left up all night and lorne michaels who's kind of the figurehead of the whole show is working on three different NBC pilots and an HBO pilot. So Yeesh. I don't see him investing much of his time on a series that was... I, I enjoy Up All Night. I can't see him investing too much time or money in a good series that doesn't... For NBC, it does okay. Maybe it gets like two or three million viewers a, a, yeah. a week, yeah. which is terrible unless you're on NBC. For anybody who's in the know knows that Up All Night's on borrowed time. I mean, it really is, with the behind-the-scenes stuff that is very, very public at this point. Eric here brings up a lot of good points. Brings up a lot of good points, in my eyes. The whole support behind guys with kids? I don't understand why. You don't understand why it's still on? 
no, it's terrible. It's terrible. But then again, I don't understand how the CBS comedies do so well. The ones that everybody loves. You can't figure out why the Big Bang Theory rakes in 18 million viewers every week? No! No! <laughs> Much the same way I don't understand how... T- Everybody's like, two and a half kids, man. It's so fucking edgy. Are you serious? Two and so a half f- men. Two and, and half- two and a half kids. Two and a half men, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> two, and- <laughs> two and a half men. Man, so edgy. I can't believe they get away with some of the shit that they say on, on two and a half men. Dude. Have you watched three seconds of Jim Jeffrey's show? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, to be fair, though, I mean, that's on FX and CBS is a much different animal. You're right. But I read an article the other day and I don't not 100 percent sure why broadcast television hasn't just succumbed to all this. Yes, I get yeah. But yes, I get the understanding between it's like, OK, broadcast and cable are two different beasts. Not everybody has cable. And I don't know if you don't have cable at this point, you're Nanook of the North. In you fucking, fucking poor people. Yeah. Forget it, dude. You fucking red stater. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> just let go. Let go of all your shit. They won't have a show like Jim Jeffrey show on. But at the same time, they'll have 8,000 SVUs, which where each one of them says the word semen fucking 18 times. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's like that John Mulaney bit he does about uh, yeah. the SVU, where he's, he's, he says something like anal contusions. Yeah, and- right. Exactly. Well, yeah, no, he's got it, but he's got a point. That's the most fucked up shit you're going to hear on television. And then it's science and it's crime drama. It's okay. Right. When it's Really? There, but I read a great article about how, you know, the president of FX, he was in the writing game. He was a writer first before he be, he kind of rose the corporate ladder here. And he realized way back when that if people were just able to let writers write and not, yeah. and not stymie that creativity, the bigger picture is the network survives and the network thrives because of it. The moment that business people think that they're more creative than creative people, that's the moment that you get a situation like NBC where it's like focus groups and sponsors, interest groups, small interest groups and so forth. They run, they run the, the needle as far as where, you know, where the network turns and it's, and it's stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. You don't give, when you don't give a show like community the chance to really spread its wings and something like up all night again, where, you know, you have, Something that kind of, you felt like you felt the you felt the momentum of things kind of coming into its own, and then all of a sudden, all this turmoil behind the scenes, and then shit just goes sour, and then they're like, "Fuck it, it's over," you know. I yeah. just, I don't know. I, it just it it boggles my mind that that networks at this point, even somebody like Fox, even somebody like Fox who's like porno, you know, compared to CBS <laughs> in their programming, hasn't just been like, you know what, fuck it, we're just gonna we're just gonna throw on you know some edgy shit and fuck America, like you know if they can't handle it, fuck them. You know, right? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. That's well, well said, Michael. Thanks, pal. Thanks, pal. All right, let's go. So this is some actual news now. Thank you, listeners, by the way, for 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 uh, emailing in and and sharing your thoughts. That was that was very cool, Eric. Appreciate that. Keep them coming. That that'd be great. SoundCloud and and all the rest. Uh, okay, some news here. Comedy news. Uh, David Cross's new movie pr- is premiering on Twitter app. What? Yep, it's already there. You can watch it. Get, tell, explain this. I don't understand. <laughs> so on Tuesday, the studio behind David Cross's 
new movie, which is called It's a Disaster. It's David Cross, Julia Stiles, America Ferrara, Aaron Hayes. Do you know who that is? Uh, I have no. such who's, a crush on Aaron Hayes. Who's Aaron Google, Hayes? Wait, tell Google me. Google her really. Two N's. Okay. Google her quick. I'm gonna. Aaron. Oh my God, I love her. Two N's, you said? Oh, she was the first person that popped up. Yeah. Aaron She's Hayes. on Children's Hospital. She was on Oh, Parent, yes, yes, Parenthood. yes. Oh, I, oh, I, inter- I got a chance she's, to interview her, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. She's, for, on, she's uh, on Guys with Kids, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I interviewed her uh, Comic-Con, New, New York Comic-Con, a couple years back. Yep. Oh, well, she's, she's cool. This, yeah, she's, she's awesome. She's in this movie as well. Uh, but that's not the point. The point, they did this marketing stunt of where they're... <laughs> They're, they debuted the movie, the entire movie, through uh, the new Twitter app called Vine. Are you familiar oh, with yes. Vine? Yes. So Vine is this video app wherein you can upload videos, as many as you want, but each video can only be six seconds, no longer than six seconds, and it's like on a loop. So they were watching the movie on a television uh-huh. and then shooting the television with a smartphone uh-huh. and then live, I guess, vining it as in live Blaney. tweeting. Right. And so you are able now to watch the movie before it comes out on video on demand on March 5th and in theaters on April 12th. If you want to watch <laughs> this movie in six second clips through a <laughs> cell phone that's shooting a television that is showing the movie. <laughs> Man, if that isn't avant-garde, I don't know what is. Jesus. I love it. I love the attitude. It's like, you know what? We have this dark comedy, this indie flick. Yeah. It's a it's a cool movie. It's not it's never gonna make like a, you know, millions of dollars. Why don't we just do something totally fucked up and something that seems so against what you know it seems it's on the surface it seems so damaging. Like Yeah, yeah. It's the exact opposite of what you know, precious artists would want. Like, right. oh no, don't don't upload that video because right. it's not the same exact quality right, of the right, raw right. file, and I don't want people to think like that's it. They're taking the shittiest quality. It cheapens of the movie. my art. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're cheapening their own product and they're yeah. putting it out there because, in the end, the the amount of people that are going to watch this, it's not going to be a lot, and mm-hmm. these the same people are not going to sit through the, the entire thing. They're going to want to watch it on video on demand or go to the theaters. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, if anything, though, it creates a buzz because it's like, okay, it's something new, you know? And, and, and yeah. I, and I also would think that it's, it's, you know, may, maybe it has nothing to do with it, but at the same time, it may, it calls into like, you know, this whole thing with vine, like this is technically a new thing. It draws attention to that as well right. so I, you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised to see like if they're public relations people have kind of have a deal here where that's oh like, yeah no i'm sure you know I mean? i'm sure that they, this is being done in conjunction with the vine people whatever calls attention to the story not necessarily the movie but the story so it's like wow does this really work and then you go on vine and you see yeah oh they are doing it it's six seconds and yeah maybe you get through five minutes before right. you're like, this is fu- uh, this is fucking tedious as shit, and then <laughs> you're like, ah, I'm just gonna wait till March fifth. Fuck it, it's two weeks away, you know, or right. whatever. So, so there you go, you know. I mean, and again, and you, you know, you throw the you throw the trailer in there, and you say, hey, you know, you know, maybe tedious, but uh, it, it's there if you want it, and you know, I'm sure. And then of course, I'm sure like some gigantic David Cross fan will probably put some YouTube video together of all six <laughs> seconds. 
That's like true. merged. That's true. You know, and then you know, in a week or not even in a you know in a few days, and then you'll be you'll you'll be able to watch the whole thing uninterrupted. But but yeah, okay, great. Call a little attention to David Cross's new movie. Very very cool. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Lennon enjoys Sean Hayes for a pilot for NBC. Okay. Speaking of NBC. Speaking of NBC. So what is this about now? How are they gonna fuck this up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are so many pilots, uh, I mean, just at, at NBC alone. So they are definitely looking to, I mean, there's no way Community is getting another season. There's no way Whitney is getting another season because really? I, I don't think so. I mean, like I said, Lauren Michaels is working on three alone just mm. at NBC, mm-hmm. not including this one. With uh, So Sean Hayes was already announced uh, as part of uh, this, uh, this uh, pilot. So Sean Hayes plays um, this guy who's, uh, you know, he's he's working, but he's also a parent to this 14-year-old daughter, so he's trying to figure that all out. Uh, and then Thomas Lennon was just announced. Uh, he's, he's joining the pilot, and he's going to play the new boss, Max, who is, quote, blunt, gruff, and seemingly fine with not being liked. That's via Deadline.com. So hmm. Sean Hayes, huge name, Thomas Lennon. Uh, I mean, uh, the last few years, more known for his uh, his movie scripts and his uh, television work mm-hmm. uh, behind the scenes. But I mean, you know, if you've seen him on Reno 911, he's he's great. So I don't know. I, I I'm I'm rooting for this. I have nothing against Sean Hayes. I have a uh, big fan of Tom Lennon. It's being directed by James Burroughs, who is a a legend. I'll, we'll say a legend in the business oh, because ab- because he absolutely. is. Because he is. I mean, you, you talk about you look you look at his resume, and you know not only does he have Will and Grace on his resume, but at the same time, you, you know you got Friends and Frasier, and I believe I'm I'm thinking of the right guy. I think I am. Say it, Taxi. Fam- taxi, yes, of course. But I was I was gonna say, is he Family Ties? Did he do Family Ties too? Oh, geez, I don't know. Shit, I don't think so. I think I'm wrong. But uh, Cheers, of course. Yep. Uh, all kinds of stuff. News radio which, shit, which I watch every single night. You do? You do watch old episodes of Cheers? I love fucking Cheers, man. Yeah, I love it. Cheers I watch it on great. Netflix every single night. Yeah. Yeah, Cheers is awesome. Now I got now I got to look up Family Ties to see if I'm wrong cuz I think I might be. <laughs> well, while you're looking that up, I'll yeah. uh I'll talk about this other pilot. So CBS yeah. is putting together a pilot that Robin Williams was already part of called uh The Crazy Ones and Buffy herself, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Sarah Michelle Gellar has joined that pilots so she, oh yeah mm-hmm. she's gonna co-star in uh this it's a single camera uh it's a single camera show and it this is according to the hollywood reporter quote revolves around the dynamics between a father named simon roberts who that's robin williams and his daughter and is set in the world of advertising geller will play sydney roberts simon's daughter she's described as pretty intense driven organized and burdened with being practical. God damn it, Mike. This is me to a T. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney is the creative director and life and soul of the Roberts and Roberts advertising agency at the center of the comedy. She wants to be her fa- she wants to be her father, but is too busy having to parent him. Ah. Uh, wow. It's it sounds like it could be with Robin Williams. It sounds like it could have a little bit of an edge to it, but it's it is at CBS. And the other thing yeah. that nobody's really talking about uh, online is that David E. Kelly is writing the pilot, and I'm pretty sure he has never he's never done a straight comedy. He's done Ally McBeal, mm-hmm. 
uh, which is was I guess like a dramedy, right? But I mean, everything else he's done, I mean, he's never. I don't know if this is his first comedy pilot, and maybe he maybe he's done comedy pilots before, and they just never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm pretty sure this is his 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 first comedy, and I, I I just think that's interesting, which is why I'm talking about it. Cool. All right. Yeah. And again, a couple of couple of big hitters there on a, on a CBS pilot. So there you go. And and by the way, uh, I was looking it up. I, I'm I'm totally incorrect. Gar- Gary David Goldberg is who I was thinking of. Uh, oh, okay. Not not, not Burroughs. Burroughs is sure, uh, sure. you know Goldberg is a is a uh, legend in his own right. But okay, whatever. Anyway, I was completely. It's okay, wrong. Mike. It's all right. I'm, I hate that. I hate when I'm wrong like that. <laughs> So we talked about it before. We have a little bit of audio here for you from a uh, from a heckler from a from an incident with a heckler that was kind of making the rounds. Uh, yeah, this, this past week. What's what's this, going on with this? This is getting huge amount of shares on on Laughspin. So if you want to see the video, go to Laughspin.com. But we're gonna play the entire audio here. We don't usually play audio this long, but I think it's very interesting. It's like five minutes long. Uh, this is Darren Frost. He's a Canadian comic. He's a pretty well re- well respected uh, comedian. And uh, to give you a little bit of a background, uh, Frost was on stage, uh, and he was. This is this is him talking. Um, he explained it on his YouTube channel. I was talking about having a vasectomy vasectomy problems due to the thickness of my testicles, <laughs> and how one in one thousand dudes has problems. And I say, and he goes on to say that you know the joke is that he's not a lucky guy because there's one in one thousand odds. And, you know, he was one of those people. And in the last five years, he says on stage, he, I, I have fought cancer, diabetes. Two of my children had had open heart surgery, and now I have thick skin testicles to have to, have to worry about. So, A, this guy's life seems very rough. Jesus. So sh- shout out to him. Uh, and then, so what happened is, a few minutes later, somebody in the crowd just starts saying cancer and wants to know what kind of cancer Darren was fighting. So here's the audio, and here's how he handles it. Dying to know what you guys think of how he... For a normal guy. What kind of cancer did you fight? <laughs> really? You just said that you fought... Yeah, I did. Yeah, so Nothing's funnier than asking me about my fucking cancer. No, so that's, that's what I'm asking you. you. You said that you fought cancer. So what, what cancer did you fight? Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is going to be fucking hilarious. This is going to be hilarious. Ready for this? If you're going to make a joke of it, then... Uh, no, this is fuckface. That was not a joke. That was a comment on being unlucky. That's what that was. It was a setup to a bigger joke. No, don't tell me what a fucking joke is while you sat there not laugh once. You don't like me, I get it. But don't throw fucking canter back in my face while I'm trying to do a fucking joke here. You made the joke, so if you say that... You fought mm-hmm. cancer, mm-hmm. then tell me how you fought cancer. Let me explain. It's not tell me. I can have you removed right fucking now. Don't say tell me. This isn't your fucking show. This is everybody's fucking show, motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. All right? I'm not going to come to your job and go, hey, tell me about how your best friend died of AIDS. No, tell me right now before you make my fucking burger. Tell me right fucking now. Do you understand me? No, no, I- no you don't. Because you don't have a social skill. You're fucking socially retarded is what you are. Is this happening? <laughs> this is happening, right? Like, this is actually happening right now? You know what's great about this fucking... I'm recording this show. There's a camera back there. Guess what's getting uploaded to fucking YouTube tonight? <laughs> no, no. You tell me about 
cancer in 2008, my friends. I'm gonna tell you a story, fucky. You're fucky now, not him. <laughs> Let me tell you a little story about your fucking town too, motherfucker, okay? In January 08, okay, I got assaulted in London, Ontario. It's on YouTube, you can watch the clip. At the Yuck Yucks, I was assaulted. On Saturday night, someone threw a glass at my chest, okay? I went down, and then I had to fucking continue the show. Just like I'm continuing the show right now. I can walk off, they gave me the light, motherfucker, but that's not fair to every other motherfucker in here but you, and you're not gonna win this fucking war. chest. I sit down at the doctor's office, right? The doctor says, I have bad news for you. I go, what? He goes, you have cancer. And I started fucking laughing. And he's like, well, normally people don't laugh when I tell them they have cancer. And I'm like, yeah, you weren't there on fucking Saturday night. Okay? See how it's not funny, fuckface? Yeah, I know you're not laughing. Because that's real shit. All right, here. No, I want to I please you some more. Here's the star, fuck face. February 08. I had to have my arm cut right open. It looks like a fucking shark attack. You see that? Okay? Do you want to know more about my fucking cancer? No. I, I, that it's hard for me to walk around in a short sleeve fucking shirt sometimes? No, I, and little kids come up to me and point at my fucking arm? I, I, I actually don't want to know. Then why the fuck did you bring it up in the first place? Because I, I didn't See, this is what I like. See, now we're at the crux of the problem. You did not appreciate it, right? This is stand-up fucking comedy. There's a hundred people here, okay? Not just one. I'm not a monkey dancing for one person with fucking bananas. Right? Then why'd you stop the fucking show like that? Would you go to a fucking opera and not like a song? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, fatty. Fatty. Tell me about your cholesterol. Tell me about your cholesterol, fatty. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord. Well, here's the thing. You can't say you've never seen something like this before. We went to Yuck Yucks, it wasn't funny, but it was fucking weird. And the nachos were delicious. There you go. Wow. Holy cow. I thought Canadians were nice. <laughs> really quick, Mike, what, yeah. what was your reaction to that? Um, f the fucking guy, like, the, the guy in the crowd trying to have a debate, like a literal debate with a comedian on stage. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my first reaction. My first reaction is shut up. Uh, you know, <laughs> what's, what's interesting is, is that he, I don't know, maybe he was, he was just, maybe he was just very good at it, but the guy wasn't drunk. Usually it's drunks yelling at the comedian saying, right, whatever, you know, this guy seemed very together, you know, seemed articulate, yeah. but it's still yeah, at the yeah. same time, 
Why? What you think? Do you think that something's going on in your life? You know, again, he said it perfectly. I'm I'm entertaining everybody, not just fucking you. So if I I'm right. not having a conversation with you, you know, it, you're you're not you're not able to interject with me because that's not how this works. I have a microphone, first of all. You know, like you don't, you don't. So you're this is this is not a conversation. You know, this is strictly entertainment. Uh, that's my first my first reaction. My second reaction is. Wow, he he went above and beyond, and I I don't know his work so. And as you put it, he's a he's a very true act. You know, he says it like it is. Um, he went above and beyond what I thought he was going to do to silence a heckler. He kept engaging until until there was nothing left for this guy to even respond to, or the rest of the audience to respond to. There were so many uncomfortable silences in there that it seemed like an episode <laughs> of The Office. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was my reaction to that whole thing. I agree. I think I thought it was great. I'm I would love to hear what uh our listeners think. Again, same thing. You could email me dylan at laughsman.com or uh, simpler yet, leave a comment uh, on the SoundCloud audio bar. I would love to hear from you guys. Wow. And when will these guys pe- when people learn? I mean, obviously if you listen to this show or if you're a reader of Laughspin, you you are you are not you are you are part of the 1% of the people that understand how to see and and experience comedy. You are not one of these people that speaks out at a fucking comedy show. Shut up, sit down, laugh, don't laugh. Don't fucking just don't entice. Don't entice the comedian because you will lose every single time. Every time. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and uh, lastly, before we get out of here, I wanted to uh, talk about this. This is, I'm, I'm very excited about this. We were talking a little bit before about, you know, how, how nowadays do you find new comedians? For some, for some people, they, they, they like to go down to uh, their, local, their local comedy hut and check out some of the new acts that are that are local and on the rise. More mainstream Comedy Central revealing their next crop of comedians that are going to be recording half-hour specials. These are great because you, get again, get to see some of the people that are kind of making waves, at least as far as Comedy Central is concerned, which is great. I think, you know, uh, it's it's too bad HBO really doesn't have their, their uh, uh, what are they called it? It was One Night Stand. One Night Stand, yes. Do they still do One Night Stands or no? No, 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 no. Yeah, I didn't think so. I and because I haven't seen a new one in a while, and you know, it would be great to see that kind of stuff. I know, you know, some of the bigger comedians they get their HBO specials, they get their Showtime specials, but you don't really get to see like the young comedian special and like all that kind of stuff anymore. Um, so Comedy Central revealing the next crop here, and uh, some familiar names on here. I know you know more of them. You said you know everyone except one, which is which is amazing, I, and a couple of them. Uh, a couple of them stand out to me. Who are some of these people that a lot of people probably know already? Well, I think, uh, you know, Nikki Glaser, uh, who is, uh, you know, uh, one half of the uh, Nikki and Sarah Live right, right. show on MTV now, which, by the way, congrats to my buddy Brendan McLaughlin, who is a very talented comedian and a very, very good writer and a very funny tweeter. Uh, who just landed a job writing for Nikki and Sarah Live at MTV. Very good. Congratulations. Congratulations, Brandon. Oh, oh and I should say former Laughspin.com writer. There you go. There you go. Uh, Making waves. So Ni- so Nikki's on there. Jared Logan, <coughs> who you may or may not have heard of, but uh, he's uh, he, he was in, I believe he was in the, um, uh, the New Faces showcase in, in Montreal just for laughs, which is a big deal. Dan St. Germain, Dan Soder, Joe DeRosa, Mike Lawrence, uh, Sean Patton, who all of those guys uh, kind of 
uh, made waves in New York City. Uh, the one that I didn't know is that you mentioned is Cristela Alonso. That might be because I'm racist. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I just never heard of her. I think she was on uh, Gabriela Iglesias's uh, stand up. Uh, what the hell? Stand up revolution series. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I think she was on that. Baron Vaughn, Brody Stevens, Sean O'Connor, Jonah Ray, Eric Griffin, Lil Rel Howery, who is a Chicago comic. Lil Rel Howery, who was cast in the In Living Color reboot that never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he's a good comic. Uh, hopefully this does something for him. Gabe Liedman, Ben Cronenberg, and Andy Haynes. Hmm. Oh, that's all 17 of them. Wow, that's great. So, yeah, new crop coming in. Comedy Central. Comedy Central Presents. Uh, that, that will be... No, it's not, it's not it's Comedy not Central Comedy Presents Central anymore. anymore. No, last year they rebranded it. And it's simply called the half hour. Oh, they're rebranding it. Okay, well, maybe it'll, maybe they'll, uh, they'll have a little bit more of a, of a twist to it. A little, you know, I, the one thing I didn't like about Comedy Central Presents, and I don't know, maybe this was always a pet peeve of mine with Comedy Central Presents. I know what they were trying to do, but it looked, it always looked very awkward. Is at the very end of every Comedy Central Presents, the person yeah. would bow and then they would walk off stage, and right before they walked off stage, they would stand right next to the TV that was on stage with their name. Oh, right. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. always oh, looked so awkward. And I knew what they were trying to do. It was like, hey, remember my name. Like, you know what I mean? Right. If I was funny, <laughs> remember my name. Like, like that type of thing. But that always looked so awkward. I guarantee I would love to hear from, from comedians that have done those in the past. I guarantee that was a big pet peeve of a lot of comedians. Because <laughs> it always seemed what very you, awkward. What do you suggest? That maybe they should just wear T-shirts with their names on them? I, <laughs> No, I think it's if the proof is in the pudding, as always. If if they were good, you were going to search them out. Who was that guy? All you gotta do is hit info on your fucking remote, and you'll find out who it is. Because it's usually in the description. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't need to be bludgeoned over the head with the guy's name. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so anyway, very cool, uh, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing all of these because uh, again, I, I I crave I crave new comedians. I like I like knowing. Uh, some of the new guys coming up and, and, you know, being that kind of, like, hipster-ish and being like, yeah, I knew that guy before he was anything. Yeah. Right, right. Very, very cool. All right, let's get out of here. Give the plugs one more time, please. Guys, guys, you should be following us on the Twitter at LaughSpin.com. We're also on Tumblr. We're on Facebook. Please do follow us. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Tell them to seek us out on iTunes or, or Stitcher or SoundCloud. Uh, as I said a million times before, please leave your comments, leave a review on iTunes. We want to hear from you. We love shouting you guys out. Uh, so, so get involved, you guys. Yes, shoot him an email, Dylan at Laughspin.com. You can hit me at Mike at MastersOfNone.com. What is Masters of None, you ask? It's my other podcast that I do occasionally. No, weekly. Um, check that out, please. Thank you for those that have. I've, I've seen some people kind of cross over back and forth. Some of my Masters of None fans coming over here and back and forth so that's great i appreciate that uh we will see you next time for the last bin podcast thank you very much see you